it's Thursday Night Live. You are here at Singing Waters Christian Fellowship on Catalina Island, and we're so honored that you tuned in. Just to we be, we do videos every Thursday night ever since the beginning of COVID and everything got locked down. We decided people can't come here. We'll be able to bring it out to them, to, especially mm -hmm. for those that have faithfully been with us. We just so honored that we can be a part of your life. We've been we're talking. We're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit tonight, and that's mm -hmm. just an incredible topic. Mm -hmm. We've been looking at in these last few weeks about how we as believers, you know, when we're looking at creeds, all that we believe, what's common about the belief of Jesus, the deity of Jesus, the Almighty Father, and the Holy Spirit. It's exciting. So tonight we're going to be talking about the Holy Spirit, and I don't know about you, but. Um, I'd rather have a friend that's kind of odd in the Holy Ghost than someone that ignores his existence. I don't know about you. But anyway, so pastor. Yeah. I, I think the key is, um, you know, obviously as, as Christians, we believe in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? Mm -hmm. It's part of the Trinity. Um, but I think this one right here, as far as the Spirit, is very hard to get your hand on, right? Mm -hmm. A handle on. Because it's like, you know, we, we get the Father part and we get the Son part because that's how we grow up. We have family, we have fathers, mm -hmm. we have mm -hmm. sons. Uh, so we get that. Um, but, um, you know, and we get the part that Jesus was born of a virgin, that he was called the son of man and also mm -hmm. son of God. We get that part. And that he was conceived by the Holy Spirit. That's where it gets kind of interesting. Holy... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That he was crucified. He was resurrected. He ascended and he's seated right now interceding for us. We get that, you know, it's like, okay, that's awesome. That's all good. Right. And, and very necessary for mm -hmm. us in our journey with God. You know, he's also Lord. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but, um, one of the things that it says is that, you know, we have been anointed just like he has been anointed. And John says, you've been given an anointing, a special touch from the Holy one. And you know, the truth. And so who anointed us? And that's what leads to tonight's, uh, uh, message is, uh, the line is, I believe in the Holy spirit. And first John two, 27 says the anointing you receive from mm -hmm. Christ lives in you. You don't need anyone to teach you something else. Instead, Christ's anointing teaches you about That's everything. So true. His anointing is true and contains no lies. So live in Christ as he taught you to do. So this is where we get the questions. Is this an intuition, a hunch? Could it be the Holy Spirit, word of knowledge, word of wisdom? These are the prophetic gifts. Is it mm -hmm. something God is showing me ahead of time? I could tell you stories where the Lord just would give me something or tell me something that I needed to, one time at the beach, just go and talk to this gentleman sitting right in front of you, that I miss him, that mm -hmm. I, I miss my relationship with him. And I'm like, no, this gotta be me. It's gotta be something I ate for lunch. Like, I can't imagine that this God is speaking this to me. I was a young Christian. Well, I would not, could not get it out of my head. So I finally get up and I said, excuse me, I'm sitting behind you at the beach. I don't mean to intrude. But I am in my word, I've been reading, having my own quiet time, and the Lord put on my heart to tell you that he misses you. And the person just began to weep and said they had been a backslidden believer. They used at one time would walk in with the Lord and had walked away, and they wanted me to pray with them. I mean, it was just a God-ordained mm -hmm. thing. It was the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit was prompting me. And mm -hmm. that's why the word tells us, you know, keep your heart soft. So to be open to the work of the Holy Spirit, because mm -hmm. he's looking to direct us. Where you know, it says... Those that are led by the Spirit are like the wind. You know, they kind of just move and, mm -hmm. and, and go with where they're, le they're led. So it's always important to not be the type of person that just, this is who I am, this is how I'm going to do things. Sometimes right. the Lord can use um, circumstances or do things a little different than what we thought. That's right. That's right. You know, because as we look at the Scriptures, we look at God's uh, creating work. 
uh, of all all that is, right? Mm-hmm. And then we see the sun rescuing, mm-hmm. right, creation. And now it turns to the recreating work of the mm-hmm. spirit, which is where we are made new. Mm-hmm. So we experience a new community when we come to Christ. We yes. experience this thing called mm-hmm. church. That's mm-hmm. a new community. Mm-hmm. Uh, a new relationship with God as mm-hmm. children of God, right? A new existence, being born again. All of a sudden, there's a new dynamic that's inside us that's moving us to do things, right? New things. And a new destiny. Uh, we're given the promise of eternal, uh, eternal life, everlasting life. So, every so it's Christ- interesting, right? Because certain, ch- certain churches will yeah. emphasize different things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some churches are big on worship. Some are the doctrinal teaching. Some are in social involvement, good works. Also, unity among the believers or vibrant Christian living. These are all like great emphasis. Mm-hmm. But there really is only one reality that's often overlooked, right? That's right. For many Christians. That's right. And, that, and this is what unites all of us, you know? And he is the one from whom all good things come in the mm-hmm. body of Christ. Uh, he's the person that encourages and empowers us. He's always with us, laboring to apply salvation mm-hmm. to us. And his, he is the very life within us, and the, which is the Holy Spirit. Yes. Um, there's a book written by Francis Chan. It's called The, Un- the Forgotten God. Mm. A great book. Um, and it talks about how we just, because it's so hard to get a hold of Holy Spirit, mm. um, we just don't know how to work with that, you know? Mm. So, so the question is, well, who is the Holy Spirit? Well, according to the scripture, the Holy Spirit is omniscient, omnipotent, and omnipresent, just like mm-hmm. God the Father and God the Son, right? As the He's Father equal, and yes. Son. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the, the Creed identifies Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit as a trinity, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, which is three in one. And uh, I was just talking yesterday, actually, to someone. Um, we were talking about that very thing, the trinity. And, and he was like, kind of like, so how do we explain this? And I said, it's kind of like water, mm-hmm. H2O. It's liquid, ice, and steam. And I, was, mm-hmm. I went on YouTube, and I looked at uh, this thing. It was a vacuum tube where they put water in this vacuum tube, and they took all the oxygen out of there. And the interesting thing is this, this, this thing started to liquefy. The, the liquid started to boil, and it started creating like a steam, a vapor. And then at the same time, it turned to ice. Mm. So at the same time, you had liquid, ice, and steam, which is called the triple point. Mm-hmm. It's when everything meets together. Mm-hmm. And that's how, that for me was mm-hmm. an explanation of how the Trinity works. How it's, all three can coexist. Yeah. The Father, abs- the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And they're all yet one. Mm-hmm. It's still H2O, right? It's all the same. Yeah. And so, so the fact is that uh, Western society has inserted the mm-hmm. in describing the Holy Spirit. I always say the Holy Spirit. The mm-hmm. Holy Spirit. It, and it's, a, it's, it's natural. We, mm-hmm. you know, we do that because we're, the Holy Spirit almost makes it impersonal, almost mm-hmm. like a force. Um, but yet... He has the same traits as the Father and Son. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's difficult for us to connect to the Holy Spirit because of our humanity. Yes. And it, we identify with the Father and Son, but not Spirit. Well, like the Holy Spirit was, you know, described in the Old Testament as the Spirit of God or Spirit of the Lord. So, like, start in the beginning. I love in Genesis, right? Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was formless, empty, and darkness covered the deep waters. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the water. I love that Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. that's creative. The Holy Spirit was released Mm -hmm. to bring forth light, to bring the whole process of creation into being. That's right. That's right. So there, uh, and, and it says he was brooding. The Holy Spirit was brooding. And that actually speaks of almost like a bird when it's brooding over its eggs, Mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, being a person, uh, it's a person. The Holy Spirit has feelings. Um, he can become sad, angry. Others can insult him, blaspheme against him. Matter of fact, in Ephesians, it says, do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit, 
by the way you live. Remember, he has identified you as his own, mm -hmm. guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Yeah, in Hebrews, it says the same, 1029. What do you think will happen if you turn on God's son? Spit on the surface that made you, oh, excuse me, spit on the sacrifice that made you whole and insult the most gracious spirit. That's in the message. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, and then when, if you were to look through the Old Testament, you would see the Holy Spirit actually numerous times. Mm -hmm. um, but the interesting him. thing is he came upon people. Yes, right? in the Old Testament. And uh, so it mentions the first time, Bezalel, who was a skilled craftsman, who was part of building the tabernacle. Right, I remember right? In, in Exodus. And it says, I have filled him with the Spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and all kinds of craftsmanship. Mm -hmm. There are many prophets, the 70 prophets found in the Old Testament, Joshua, Gideon, mm -hmm. Samson, Saul, David, Isaiah, Ezekiel, and others. They had the Spirit of God fall upon them, mm -hmm. right? Which is different because now, today, the Holy Spirit is within. Well, that was the beauty of having God become incarnate and become right. man. Right. That when the Lord went up to heaven, he was able to release the Holy Spirit now to bring complete unity and truth into our innermost hearts so That's that he right. would be in us. That's right. And not have to fall upon us, but be in us. That's right. And in uh, John 14, he says, Jesus says, And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who mm. will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you know him mm -hmm. because he lives with you now and later will be in you. Mm -hmm. And that was after the death, after the resurrection, after he returned to heaven is when he sent the Holy Spirit. And that's when the Holy Spirit was now within the believer, within the followers of Christ. So I guess our question is, do we even realize what the scripture is saying to us? Mm-hmm. So Do what we, ways does the Holy Spirit reveal his presence in our lives? Think about right. that for a little bit. Yeah. And so one of the obvious is that he teaches us. In uh, 1426 of John, he says, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father mm. will send in my name, he will teach you mm. all things and bring to your remembrance all that I said to you. I mean, haven't there been times in your life where all of a sudden this thought comes and, and you're not sure. And all of a sudden you get this like intuition, this hunch, mm -hmm. whatever, and it's truth. I like when, yeah, when he brings up a verse, you're talking mm -hmm. to someone and he'll say, and you'll bring up a verse and you'll say, oh, you know, and this, this is a verse that just is really comforting me right now. I mm -hmm. think it's going to comfort you. He brings to remembrance those things. That's right. That's and also right. ways in our lives that he met us, mm -hmm. you know, like times of darkness or when we were in trial, God kind of shows up and mm -hmm. leads us or gives us direction or we feel his presence or his comfort in times mm -hmm. that are really stressful mm -hmm. and he will remind us it's just really important to not have you know that i once did a woman's retreat called soul dementia don't forget the wonders that god has done in your life mm. we're to rehearse them mm -hmm. because that's the holy spirit's job he wants us to give him time to remember mm -hmm. to bring into remembrance these mm -hmm. things Yes, he does. And, and, you know, he also speaks to us. Uh, if you look in the book of Acts, uh, while, it says, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, it says, the Holy Spirit said, right? Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas mm -hmm. and Saul for the work which I have called them. Did you know that he prays for us? In Romans mm -hmm. uh, 8, 26, it says, the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. Mm -hmm. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us mm -hmm. with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying. Mm -hmm. And the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony mm -hmm. with God's own will. Isn't that good? Beautiful, yeah. That is awesome. I think the most comforting thing is that He loves us. Mm -hmm. You know, in Romans mm -hmm. fifteen thirty, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the Lord Jesus, 
and by the love of the Spirit mm -hmm. to join me in my struggle by praying to God for me. Mm -hmm. um, that's that's always I I'm a lover, so mm -hmm. I want to I want to feel God's love. That was mm -hmm. instrumental in me really surrendering my works and my trying to live out a form of godliness without the power. And I believe when you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you know, he says, ask to be filled. Go to the Lord. Ask to be filled. Because being filled just brings his power and assurance and mm -hmm. comfort. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know, he, he also reveals the unknown. Mm -hmm. um, that's that intuition. That's that hunch maybe that you get. Mm -hmm. uh, it says in Corinthians 1, 2, 9 and 10, it says, that is what is meant by the script scriptures which say that no man, mere man has ever seen, heard, or even imagined what wonderful things God has ready for mm. those who love the Lord. Mm -hmm. But we know about these things because God has sent his spirit to tell us. Mm -hmm. and, his and his spirit searches out and shows us all of God's deepest secrets. So mm -hmm. the spirit will, will go to the depths and show us and reveal to mm -hmm. us some of these incredible things that we may not have known before. And there's like the conviction. We all know the conviction mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. In John 16, it says, 7, 8, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not come away, the helper will not come to you. And if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment. Mm -hmm. So the fact that we feel conviction means the Holy Spirit is there. Yes. Right? Not guilt. Conviction Con is hope of... I'm going to turn away from this. That's right. And it's going to, my life is going to get better. Right. Mm -hmm. He does not condemn you. He just convicts you. He yes. leads you to the cross. Mm -hmm. He leads you to God. Mm -hmm. He doesn't turn you away from God. He also recreates us. Uh, I was, uh, earlier I talked about being born again. It says he saved us, mm -hmm. not in Titus, not because of righteous things that we have done, but because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. Mm. So the Holy Spirit is right there involved when you're being born again, when you're being renewed. Uh, he poured out on us generously through Christ Jesus our Savior. And then, of course, he does a beautiful thing here. Mm -hmm. He empowers us. Now, mm -hmm. once we come to him, once we surrender to mm -hmm. him, then he, not only does he transform us and change us, but he empowers us. us. A new, yeah, a new creation. And then he empowers us to step into the good works that have been prepared for us. Mm -hmm. So our spiritual gifts, you know, the things that he gives us to each one so that we can help each other and edify mm -hmm. the body. Mm -hmm. So his fruit is also, it's manifested in our lives. I mean, there's so many verses in Galatians. We see the Holy Spirit produces mm -hmm. the mm -hmm. kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. He does so many things, right. and um, he affirms your standing as well as God's children. Which is important for mm -hmm. us, especially when we're struggling. Yes. You know, we need to know mm -hmm. that we are his children. We need mm -hmm. to know that we're still his children. Right. Sometimes we feel like we have to behave a certain way or do this and do that um, just so that we can be in that right mm -hmm. standing. But God loves you. Right. He just so, loves you. Right. So when he gives you, he, his spirit gives us a sound mind. Mm -hmm. Power, love, and a sound mind. Mm -hmm. So you know when you're walking in fear and you're walking in indecisiveness, the Holy Spirit wants to bring truth into a situation. He wants to bring you wisdom. He wants to bring you comfort. Mm -hmm. And at Romans, it just says it very clearly. You know, he, the Spirit is within us in verse 16 in Romans 8. It says, you know, now we call Abba Father for a spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. Mm -hmm. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. Yeah. You know, a long time ago, I had this, I was going through a very difficult time and uh, someone called me and left a message and wanted to talk to me. And so I got back with him later and, um, and I, I remembered having this conversation with him and he says, you know, he says, I don't know who you are, 
Uh, I'm a professor in Abilene, Texas, and he says, um, but God woke me up in the middle of the night and he told me, you need to pray for this, this uh, pastor, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Hispanic pastor, actually. And he's like, okay, God, who and where? And, you know, he had no right idea. on the West Coast, he said. Yeah, right? and God mm-hmm. said Avalon. Actually, oh, the word wow, Avalon. He so did. he typed it in and he found out there was a place in New Jersey, England, and California. He wow. assumed California because it's West. Um, and so, and then at that very moment, his wife comes walking down the stairs and she says, honey, as I was praying, um, God told me to tell you, go West. And he's like, it's Avalon, right? Mm. So, so he calls Avalon. They call the Chamber of Commerce. The Commerce gets our phone number. And then next thing you know, we're talking on the phone. Right. Right? And what an encouragement that was to you. Oh, I'll my gosh. I that. needed to know. It's, it's like, like another proof that God is real. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's a miracle. That's, that's not a coincidence. Miracle. That's right. That's when God shows up. You didn't even know up. each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I've, I'll probably never see him until I get to the other side. That's right? awesome. So, so the question is, if it's true that the Spirit of God dwells in us mm-hmm. and that our bodies are the Holy Spirit's temple then shouldn't there be a difference between the person who has the Spirit of God living inside of him or her and the person who does not? And those of us that have the Holy Spirit within us, shouldn't we stand together so that our synergy, Mm -hmm. so that we can further the kingdom and bring life into rooms, change Mm -hmm. atmospheres, Mm -hmm. bring hope, speak of our Savior. Yeah. And so so here's the thing is that we want to end uh, that question with this answer. It can be answered by our focus on the Holy Spirit who is within. In other words, here's what I'm saying. Is that Holy Spirit has been with you all along mm-hmm. on your journey. Uh, wherever you are on your journey. And the Holy Spirit is the one that has opened your eyes. Mm-hmm. Is the one that brings conviction. Is the one that uh, reveals truth. Is the one that leads us. Is the one that shows us. Gives us a little intuitive you know, mm-hmm. dynamics in our mm-hmm. hearts where we go, oh, I shouldn't do this. And you realize, oh man, that was a good move. Um, different things like that. He's with mm-hmm. us at all times. His goal is to dr- lead us to Christ, right? Uh, to draw us to Christ and to help us to become changed, a changed people. Mm-hmm. That's his work, mm-hmm. is to renew us. Mm-hmm. And so, so I, I want to encourage you to just open that heart to whatever it is that he has and, and kind of be like a forensic scientist. Start looking for his fingerprints because guess mm-hmm. what? He's been there all Amen. along. Amen. 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 Well, while you close, I'm going to end with a song about the okay. Holy Spirit. Okay. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. You can turn. His love is into the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what my heart lives for. To be overcome by your presence, Lord. 